Welcome to the No Gray Areas podcast. You're tuning in to a segment called Chats with Pat. In these sessions, Pat will answer questions submitted by you while elaborating on previous conversations with our podcast guests. Let's dive in. What you think may be more important than what you do because what you do is eventually based on what you think. Today, we want to talk about the power of ideas and the power of habits and how it's not far-fetched to say that your destiny and my destiny is much based on our habits and our thinking. So recently, we had Rebecca Maluli, a special guest on our No Gray Areas podcast, and she unpacked the complexity of human choice. She actually has years of experience, thousands of hours of experience as a counselor. And we talked about the fact that it's not as simple for us as humans to say, I want to change because our brain, the neurology of our brains is wired in such a way that it's always trying to fall back on the easiest path, old habits, routines, and thinking. But here's the good news. Rebecca shared with us that you can change the neurology of your brain, the pathways of your brain. Science has proven this. That it doesn't matter if you're 60, 70, 80 years old, 20 years old, 30 years old, 40 years old, and you have these bad habits and this bad thinking, you can change. You can change the neurology of your brain. So we had some great questions come in about the power of habits and the power of thinking. Uh, along the, the, the line of the habits, these were some of the questions. Why are habits so important? Another question was, can habits change the neurology of our brains? This is such a great question, and, and of course, I just answered it from the podcast, but, but let me unpack it a little deeper. Here, here's a quote. Listen closely to this. All our life is but a mass of habits. The fact is, most of the choices we make each day may feel like the products of well-considered decision-making, but they're not. That quote was given by a psychologist in 1892. In 1892, psychologists were already saying, you know what? We actually aren't consciously thinking about most of the decisions we make. Modern scientific studies have proven how true that is. Modern studies display that over half of the things that you and I do every day in our life that we actually think that we're thinking about or processing, we're not. It's just subconscious. Why? Because our, our brains are always trying to fall back to the easiest pathway. Old habits, old routines, old thinking. So let me share with you five principles of habits. And you might want to write these down because this is critical. I promise you, change your habits, you're going to change your life. Five principles of habits. Principle number one, we don't drift toward better habits. You know that's true. I know that's true. It doesn't accidentally happen. Principle number two, it's really the reverse of principle number one. Bad habits are like a comfortable bed. They are easy to get into, but hard to get out of. Oh, how true that is, right? Bad habits are like a comfortable bed, easy to slide into, easy to stay in, but so hard to get out of. Principle number three, the definition of stupidity is doing the same thing and expecting different results. Now, we've probably all heard that quote before, but it's interesting that so many individuals and organizations keep doing the same thing and think that they're gonna get different results. It's not how habits and thinking work. Principle number four, every choice has a domino effect. Every choice affects the next choice, which affects the next choice, which affects the next choice. Nick Saban, a well-known football coach, said it this way. This is what character is, the accumulation of thoughts, habits, and priorities. A, a well-known 
philosopher and theologian from almost 2,000 years ago. Some of you will know him as the Apostle Paul or Paul. He wrote two-thirds of the New Testament in our Bibles. He actually wrote it this way in Galatians chapter 6, verse 7. He said, don't be misled. God is not mocked. You reap what you sow. What does he mean by that? It, it's, it's, it's farming language. It's ranching language. You reap what you sow. What you plant is what you're going to harvest. Now, I grew up in rural Montana. We had gardens. And I, re I, I never, ever saw us plant potatoes and get beans. I never saw us plant peas and get tomatoes. I never saw us plant strawberries and get raspberries. You plant potatoes, you get potatoes. You plant beans, you get beans. You plant peas, you get peas. In the same way, this is what Paul was saying. If you and I plant through habits and routine, unforgiveness, anger, bitterness, guess what we're going to harvest? Unforgiveness, anger, and bitterness. The reverse side, though, is if, if we plant through our, our rhythms and routines and habits of life, if we plant kindness and generosity and love, what are we going to harvest? Those things. Principle number five. This is good news. Everything we change changes everything. Like Rebecca Maluli said on our podcast, even though it's hard to change the neurology of our brains, even though our brains are always trying to go back to old habits and routines, it has been proven through science that we can change the pathways of our brains. Change your habits, and you change your life. But what about this thinking? Thinking and habits, oh, they're two sides of the same coin. Some of the questions that came in about thinking, how important are our thoughts or how important is our internal conversation? That is such a great question. Because you and I have a conversation going on all the time. Every day, there's an internal conversation, internal dialogue, internal debate going on. Sometimes you don't even realize it. Sometimes we don't even recognize it. But it, it, it's a debate going on based on routines, habits, and old thinking. Some of it lies. Some of it's truth. And some of it we don't even realize we're doing because some coach or parent or aunt or uncle or teacher or someone some, somewhere in our past said, you're too dumb. You're too slow. You're not pretty enough. You failed at this five times. What makes you think you're going to succeed now? And those internal dialogues are constantly going on. And sometimes we don't even recognize it. I, I, I gave a message once years ago, and I titled it, Don't Believe Everything You Think. Don't believe everything you think. Now, that's not blowing any of your minds. That's not some deep theological or psychological or philosophical truth. Don't believe everything you think. But, but, but think about that for a while, contemplate that for a while, and you'll see how deep it really is. Don't believe everything you think. Remember that theologian, that philosopher from 2,000 years ago named Paul? He was writing another group of people in a place called Corinth 2,000 years ago, and in 2 Corinthians 10.5, he said to take captive every thought. That's battle language. That's war language. Why would Paul use battle language, war language, to talk about our thinking. Because one of the most important battlegrounds, one of the most important uh, battlegrounds is taking place in your life and my life every single day is right here in our minds, in our heads. Which is why Paul said, don't just let every thought drift through. Take it captive. Grab onto that thought. 
to another group of, in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, he actually says, transformation comes from the renewing of our mind. Put those two verses together, and what this this, this philosopher, theologian 2,000 years ago was saying is, is that you and I need to take every thought captive, battle language, don't just have a thought drift in, drift in old thinking, grab onto it, and then the transformation in your life is going to come from renewing your mind. You failed at that five times. What makes you think you're going to succeed this time? Take that thought captive and then speak truth to it. Renew your mind. Maybe I did fail five times, but maybe it's the sixth time where I'm going to succeed. You're, you're, you're too dumb. I don't know who told you that sometime in your life. You're, you're not pretty enough. I don't know who told you that sometime in your life, but take captive that thought and speak truth to it. Renew your mind. That's where transformation comes from. Don't believe everything you think. Let me leave you with this thought. Wrong thinking becomes wrong living. One of the greatest dangers for us is that we tend to accept thoughts and beliefs while ignoring their effect. My friends, you can change. Change your habits, change your thinking, and you change your life. Thank you for tuning in to this session of Chats with Pat. Want to submit your questions? Connect with us on our social media platforms. Links are listed in the show notes. Also, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more inspiring and motivating content. Thanks for listening.